0: You're bound by rules and restrictions What a dreary life you Christians must observe So I looked him in the eye and I said, hey, you're wrong I can do anything that turns me on I could smoke till my eyes turn red and my face turn blue I could chew and dip, I could snort and cuss and party all night from dawn to dusk But there's better things in life that I choose to do Listen Oh, I choose to be a Christian, yeah I choose to live like Jesus Nobody holding a gun to my head Admit that from time to time the thought of heaven keeps me too in the line. The reward that's coming it sounds too good to be true. Oh, there was no heaven, there was no hell, and if it was all just a big fairy tale, I'd still be happy living like I do. So don't you look at me in your sympathy? Don't you think that I've been cheated? By doing all the things this whole world cause fun Oh, because some nights when they're getting down On the darkest side of town Oh, the choice i make is gonna lift me up out of here Oh, yes, I choose to be a Christian, yeah I choose to be like Jesus Nobody holding
1: Duplas is coming at this time.
2: Brother
3: Duplis.
2: May the Lord bless you this morning. You can be seated. We greet you in the lovely name of Jesus Christ on this Easter Sunday morning, and you have chosen to be here uh, not so much out of obligation, but in response to the fact that one day. Uh, there was a Savior yes, sir. that paid the supreme price for you and I yes. that we could be saved yes. He is a risen Savior yes, We're not here today to Celebrate his death so much as we are to celebrate his resurrection yes. uh, Here several years ago we went uh, to Israel and the place where they said that Jesus was buried and we went and looked in the tomb there, what they said was his tomb, but he wasn't there. And as the angels of God greeted the women that came to uh, pay honor to Jesus at his crucifixion, the angel said, He's not here. He is risen. Yes, sir. And so today uh, we're celebrating a risen Savior. Yeah. Right. Right. Why he chose. The death of the cross—that's uh, God's business. Yes, sir. But uh, this was not a death that was orchestrated so much by the Romans. No, sir. It was the most cruel and inhuman type of uh, sacrifice or death that could be made, and that was the death of the cross. Yes, sir. It originally—it was originated by the ancient Carthaginians. Uh, that they would execute their uh, prisoners or people that had uh, violated their laws. And the Romans adopted this form of uh, punishment, and Jesus chose the death of the cross. And uh, my Bible tells me that the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. Now, I don't know if... uh, You consider the death of the cross immaterial to you or without effect. But the Bible also said to us that are saved, it is the power of God. So this morning, uh, we want to welcome and uh, let each of our visitors know that you're welcome here. I told, uh, I believe it was Jerry over there a while ago, I said, now we have Easter every Sunday. Amen. So you can come every Sunday. But we are here to celebrate a risen Savior today. And I thank God because not only did He... You you see, the Bible said that He that would give His life uh, for His friends. uh, What a wonderful, wonderful sacrifice. But not only did He give His life, uh, the battlefields are filled today. The cemeteries are filled with uh, crosses that covers acres and acres and acres of people that have sacrificed their lives that you and I could be here today uh, worshiping the God of our choice we're here today uh, because somebody paid the supreme price but if you're here worshiping God today you're here by not only the sacrifice of Jesus but you're here by the resurrection he is not a dead God We also went to a place there uh, in in, uh, Jerusalem and they said uh, it was an imprint on a stone. And they said this is where uh, Muhammad left Jerusalem and rode his flying horse to Mecca. I find that rather difficult to believe. But I'm going to tell you something this morning. I find it very easy to believe that we're serving a risen Savior. And I'll tell you the reason I find it easy to believe that, because He lives. How do I know He lives? He lives within my heart. Amen. That's the Savior that we're serving today. And I have chosen this way, not only in this life, but in the life to come. Eternity will be a long time. And thank God because we have the promise of seeing Him and hearing Him say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. So the Lord bless you today. Each family and uh, you're uh, with your beautiful clothes. You look so nice and uh, come out here. I'm sure you didn't come to see me. You come to be with your family. But most of all, I pray that you come to worship and praise God. So let's everybody just say, I love you, Jesus. Do you really love him this morning? God bless each one of you today.
4: To die, rejected, often criticized, hid behind the childhood lies. Everything has changed since the blood. Since the blood. Since the blood. Oh, the blood. Born alone and left to die Rejected often criticized Hid behind the childhood lies Everything has changed Since the blood
5: Calling on us
4: Since the blood
5: Gave me purpose Since
4: the blood
5: It says you for us
4: Oh, the blood Hopeless falling from the air I'm reaching but no hand is there Screaming quiet, no one cares I might as well have died But the blood
5: Falling on us
4: But the blood
5: It gave me purpose
4: But the blood
5: It says you bore
4: us Oh, the blood Who could be
5: against us
4: By the blood. By the blood. Oh, by by the blood. By the, blood. The blood. by the blood, oh by the blood. the blood. Hopeless, falling from the air. I'm reaching, but no hand is there. Screaming, quiet, no one cares. I might as well have died. But the blood. The but the blood,
5: it gave me
4: purpose. But the blood
5: is special for
4: us. Oh the blood we'll be again star. By the blood, blood. oh, Oh, by by the blood.
5: stone was moved the Lord had gone away
0: my friend, if you don't know Christ my Savior, oh, I beg you, please don't wait too late to pray. Oh, don't wait until his bride has been completed. And don't wait until you hear him say it too (laughs) yeah. <laughs> friends, if you don't know Christ my Savior, oh, I beg you, please don't wait too late to pray, oh, don't wait until his bride has been completed, oh, don't wait until you hear him say it truly.
1: coming. And we've all heard Brother Adkins say that one thing he'll remember about Silsby got him a pair of boots. And I know it's other things too. But I want to tell Brother Adkins, he's fixing to hear something else this morning that he won't never forget about Silsby. Some of the best preaching in Pentecost. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel like some were clapping because they felt like they had to. But thank you, Brother Cooper. It's good to be in the house of the Lord today. Amen. How many is glad to be in church? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So good to see everyone that is here. Lord bless you for coming to the house of God to worship the Lord together with us. And uh, I'm glad that the tomb is empty today. That's the reason why we're here. Amen. All of our guests, we are honored that you've come to be with us today. Lord bless you. Man, you look so natural here. You shouldn't wait till next year to come back. Along with brother Duplessy, we invite you back again tonight. We invite you back on Wednesday nights and we invite you back on Sunday mornings. Next Sunday morning will be the same schedule, same time, same place. Just be here. Amen. It's good to know the Lord. Hallelujah. Some of you have familiar faces. Just haven't seen you since last year. But I'm glad to see you today. Some of you I have not got to meet yet. Lord bless you. Look forward to getting to meet you. And uh, just glad that everyone is here. And I know everyone has a big day planned today. A lot of food involved in those big days. And uh, we got a lot of food waiting on us. And uh, the only thing is the group of about 30 to 40 to 50, however how many it is, that's going to eat at our house today. The grill don't light until I get through. So we're here until... So you don't even need to get in a hurry today, all of you that's eating with me. There, Nobody's going to beat us to the restaurant, and uh, nobody's going to cook until I get done. But uh, <clears throat> we are so thankful. I know, I know there's a lot of places that you could be, and uh, we are honored that you've come to be with us. If you have your Bibles, turn to Acts chapter 20, <clears throat> Acts chapter 20, and we'll read there in verse number 28, Acts 20 and 28. Everyone looks so nice in all of your new clothes and all dressed up and fixed up to go to the house of God. I believe it's important to, to wear you best when you go to church. It's the best place in the world that you're going to go is to the house of God. Amen. And so glad that you're here. Lord bless you. Acts chapter 20, verse number 28. The Scripture says, Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves and to all the flock, over the which the Holy Ghost had made you overseers, to feed the church of God, which he had purchased with his own blood. I'm going to read some more scriptures, but let me remind you of this setting today. This is a time where the Apostle Paul was instructing the young men uh, in his departure that that what they were supposed to do and the things that they were supposed to take care of. He said, you are to feed the flock, the church of God. And then he reminds them that the church of God was purchased with the blood of Jesus Christ. It was purchased with the blood of Jesus Christ. Then the Apostle Paul tells them of some things that will come against the church that was blood-bought. In verse 29, he says, For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things, to draw away disciples after them. Therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years I cease not to to warn everyone night and day with tears. He said, when you see these things start happening, don't forget that I've already warned you about what was going to take place and what was going to happen. Then, he tells us in verse number 32, stay in the blood-bought church. And now, brethren... I commend you to God and to the Word of His grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. Amen. Lord bless you for uh, standing for the reading of the Word of the Lord. You may be seated. <clears throat> the word of God here is instructing us on what the church is and how much the church cost. And then the apostle Paul tells that there are things that's going to come against the church. Be prepared. Be forewarned of the things that will come against the church. Then he tells them to just stay in the church. Don't give up that you might have inheritance in God. Amen. How many this morning's interested in having an inheritance in God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to preach to you for a few moments this morning from this subject, a blood bought church. A blood bought church. Amen. There's a lot of different ideas. There's a lot of different opinions about religion. And I can remember uh, years ago my daddy sharing the story of how that he, he had a radio broadcast and at this time they would go to the radio station to make the radio broadcast every Sunday morning before church. And uh, he would go in and two or three of them together would sit down, they'd play music and sing and then he would preach. And when he got through, the, the uh, guy operating the station asked him, he said, now... How do I know what is true? How do I know what is fact and what is fiction? He said, I have no less than ten people that come in here every Sunday morning, and each preacher sits down behind the mic and he tells me something different, and then when he gets through telling me that, he tells me that he is right. So how do I know who's right, and how do I know who's wrong? How do I know the right direction to go? Well, let me tell you something this morning. Now, now, there is a lot of different ideas and there's a lot of different opinions and a lot of different philosophies in this world today. And uh, there, is, there is a philosophy in the world today that there is no wrong way, there are all right ways. I hate to burst your bubble, I hate to tell you something different than what you have already been told, but that is not fact according to the Word of God. The only way that you can get on the right road is get in this book and read and see what the Bible says and follow after the Word of God. You speak where it speaks and you're silent where it's silent. You don't try to take away and you don't try to add to, but you try to follow the Word of God. That's what I'm interested in today. Amen. It's not man's ideas or man's philosophies or man's opinion, but it's what thus said the word of God. Amen. There's a lot of, lot of places today that goes under the skies of church. Let me read you a story that I was reading. I found it kind of, uh, entertaining and, and uh, interesting and I'll share it with you today. Said a young couple got married. They were on their honeymoon, and uh, on their way back from their honeymoon, a tractor-trailer truck pulled out in front of them. The young man was driving, he slammed on the brakes and began to swerve the car, trying to avoid the accident. Unable to do so, they had an accident, he was okay, but he looked over at his new acquired bride and she was bleeding and needing help. And so... Not knowing what to do, he jumps out of the car and he begins to run around looking for something or somebody to help. And he sees a sign on a place of business. And it says, Dr. Rufus Jones. A doctor of medicine. So he grabs his bride in his arms and he takes off up the hill to where the doctor's sign is. He knocks on the door, not being the hours of business, and the, there's an elderly man that comes to the door. He opens the door and he says, are you Dr. Jones? And he said, uh, yes, I, I guess you could say that. And he said, "My, we have been hurt in an accident. My wife is hurt. She needs help. Can you do something? He looks back at the young man holding the young lady in his arms, bleeding, and he says, I'm sorry, son, but I'm no longer in business. I am retired. I don't have the the medical supplies that I need to help you. I don't have anything here uh, that I can work with. And so, uh, disgusted and upset, the young man looks at the doctor, the used-to-be doctor, That still went by the phrase doctor. And uh, he says, well, if you're not in business, why don't you take down your sign? If you're no longer able to help somebody, why don't you take down your sign? There's a lot of places today that calls themselves churches. There's a lot of different signs that hangs up and says, first church here. Second church there, this church or that church, but come on in, it's church. And when you go in there, it's not church at all. It's become a social gathering. The church is still a place to find help. The church is still a place to find strength. The church is still a place to find encouragement. And you're going to find that in the house of God. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. If we as a church can no longer offer help, we need to take down our sign. We had just purchased a new sign that will be, uh, they'll be putting up in the next five or six weeks and spent a lot of money on that. Over the top of the sign, it has First Pentecostal Church. And when they stop by and come into the house that is described as being the first Pentecostal church, people don't need a dead, dry, dull, boring morgue. It's not a funeral home. The only funeral that we will have in, in the house of God at church time is... The old man is dying, and the new man is risen to live. Hallelujah. 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 The church is a very, very important part of this world today. When we speak of the church, there was a need for the church. There was a need for the purchase of the church. We find back in Genesis chapter number 1, God created. And then we find in chapter number 3, the fall and the destruction of mankind. Now, in verse number 6 of chapter 3 of the book of Genesis, it says, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eye, and that the tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband. And he did eat. Then in verse number 9, we find the Scripture said, And the Lord called unto Adam, and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man used what a lot of men are using today. The woman whom thou gavest to me, she gave, and I did eat. That's been man's excuse ever since Genesis chapter number 3. It's always putting it off on somebody else. It's somebody else's fault. Well, I would do good, but Lord, it's that companion you gave me. I would go to church, but that companion you gave me. I would do good. I wouldn't have went there, God, but it was the companion that you gave me. Sorry to say, but most of the time it's the man blaming the woman. Can I get a witness from the women? Oh, praise God. (laughs) But, But see, since the beginning of time, and then the woman says, the Lord said unto woman, what is thou that thou hast done? The woman said, the serpent beguiled me. And I did eat. She couldn't blame the man. Well, maybe she was. She was just calling him a serpent. Some people have been doing that ever since Genesis chapter 3. But but it was always somebody else's fault. But sin, nevertheless, sin entered into an innocent world. A perfect world. How many wants to go back and take care of Adam and Eve today? See, if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't have to get up and work. <clears throat> you wouldn't have to pay bills. You wouldn't have to worry about any, anything. We'd be living in a perfect world peaceful and perfect harmony world. Everybody would get along. You know, that old saying is, why can't we all just get along? Everybody get along? That's not going to happen here in this world. But it was at this time. The lion could lay down with the lamb. Amen. There was no harm, no danger, but sin came into the world and disrupted a perfect world. And then... When sin came in, it separated man from God. There was a divide there. There was a great divide of sin. Genesis chapter number 3 and verse 21, we find where the first blood was shed. In the very beginning, in verse number 21, it says, Unto Adam also and unto his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin." And clothed them. He went and he killed an animal. And he brought the skin back. And he clothed their nakedness. But God was never without a redemption plan. God has never been caught off guard. Your problems today don't catch God off guard. And this problem of man's fall did not catch God off guard. I don't know how long that it was before Adam and Eve fell into sin. We look at it as just two chapters until they fell into sin. It could have been 10,000 years that they lived in the garden of peace and harmony before sin came along. But nevertheless, they fell into sin, but God already had a redemption plan. Of how that he was going to purchase his church with his precious blood. It was in the flood that God had Noah. It was in the, the, the slavery of the Israelites in Egypt that God had a Moses. It was in the book of Judges that, that when the Midianites was taken over God's people that God had a Gideon. It was in the children of Israel, in their early infancy of kingdom, that God had a David. It did not matter what was going on. It did not matter what the devil throwed against God's people. That God always had a plan. Amen. God was never without plan. And I want to tell you today in this world that we are living in, God has a redemption plan for each and every one of us that's in this house today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We look back and in the the birth of the nation Israel, that when God was giving them the plan of laying out the the boundaries of the country. That he placed cities of refuge. We can find this being used when Abner was running from Joab. That Abner ran to a city where Joab could not touch him but some way under the sly tongue of Joab, that he convinced him to come out of the city, and when he took him by the hand, he smote him under the ribs, and there he died. This was the record that David had to say about that. Abner died as a fool diet, because his hands were not bound. His feet were not bound, but by His own will and His own accord, He stepped outside the city of refuge. Can I tell you today that God has a place of safety. And God has a place of help. And God has a place of deliverance. And that place is called the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Man tries to do with the church as... And and I've heard a lot about the people saying that, Oh, the church is not what it used to be. It's not like it used to be. It's not doing what it used to be doing. But it could not be the church's problem as much as your problem. There was a man that walked into a donut shop and with a smile he ordered five donuts and a diet coke now the diet coke was not going to cancel out the negative effect of five nutritional sugar-coated and sugar-filled fat donuts some christians think that a diet church on sunday morning We'll cancel out a sinful living Monday through Saturday. Amen. It just doesn't work that way. You've got to get to the house of God. And you've got to stay in the house of God. I want to tell you, I, I don't mean to be angry today. I don't mean to upset you today. Amen. But one time a year is not enough to go to the house of God. But it's a place that we go. It's a house of refuge. It's a house of safety. It's a house of blessing. It's a house of hope. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 16. Verses number 13 through 19. Jesus was talking to His disciples at Caesarea Philippi. He asked His disciples saying, Whom do men say that I the Son of Man am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias and other Jeremias are one of the prophets. Then Jesus said unto them, Whom do ye say that I am? There was a holy hush come over the crowd as Jesus began to look at His disciples and said, Who do you say that I am? Then Simon Peter stood up and he answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon bar for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, you are Peter, you are a small stone, and upon this rock, hallelujah, hallelujah, let me pause there for a moment and tell you that the church is not built upon the great apostle Peter. Amen, Peter means Petros, which means a small stone. The church was not built upon the apostle Peter. That's the reason why we don't have an idol of the great apostle Peter standing in the foyer of the church. Amen, but the church was built upon the rock of the revelation of the mighty God in Christ. Amen, the scripture starts from the very beginning saying, Hear O Israel, our God is one Lord there's not a triune Godhead there's only one God and his name is Jesus
0: (laughs) hallelujah
1: hallelujah hallelujah the church was not built and bought by a committee the church was not built by a triune Godhead that said, what do you think about it? Amen. But Jesus said, I am redeeming a church. I am redeeming a people with the precious blood. There's only one way to buy it. And I've got to go to Calvary.
0: And I've got to stretch my hands wide. Even no man took his
1: life. Jesus willingly gave his life. Upon this rock, I will build my church. Amen. Upon the revelation of who Jesus is. Not the second person in the Trinity. Amen. But he was a mighty God in Christ. God stepped out and he took upon him the robe of human flesh. Oh, praise God. If you want to know what the truth is, get in the Bible and see that I'm telling you the gospel truth. Amen. Jesus robed himself. Amen. He was that flesh, that sinful, fle- that sinless flesh. Amen. That spotless lamb that went to Calvary. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Blessed art thou, Simon bar for flesh and blood hath not revealed it, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Now there's a very important phrase right behind that. And the gates of hell shall not... The gates of hell shall not... Prevail against it. It's going to war against it, but it's never going to overtake it. It's going to try to demolish it, but it will never overtake it. It's going to try to put it out, but the the world cannot and the sin cannot put out the church amen it is a place that God has prepared for his bride to get ready to meet him again that's what we're here in the church for amen preparing ourselves as a bride amen for the groom that he is coming back for a people that has made themselves ready hallelujah hallelujah He said, I'm going to give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The church is the greatest place in this entire world. Amen. The church is a place that you come to find help. It always, well it's never ceased to amaze me that people can they they never darken the doors of the church but brother they know where to get a handout they'll come to the church to get a handout can you put can you put gas in my car can you give me a a little money to get me something to eat and they they come by quite regularly the church the church is a place to find hope is in the church our slogan around here is God hope if you don't have any hope let me tell you you are in a hopeful place today if you come here burdened down with sin and addiction let me tell you you are in the church today and God is able to set you free Blood was shed that you can be forgiven of your sins. You don't have to leave the way that you come in. You don't have to go out the same way that you walked in the door. Because there is a delivering risen Savior in the house today. Hallelujah. 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 The world has tried its best to discredit, to destroy the church. There's been evil leaders of the church. There has been times where it looked like the church had met its match. We find, and we've been studying in the book of Acts, about the book of Acts church, and we find that in the very beginning, after the Holy Ghost was poured out, and God began to add to the church daily, such as, should be saved. They started persecuting the church, trying to hold it back, trying to stop what the church was doing. But the more they persecuted it, the more it growed. We find that 3,000, then we find that 5,000. And then revival just continued to go and go and go. Because the more the devil tried to attack the church, Amen, God came to the church's rescue. Why? Because God sacrificed the blood of Jesus Christ on Calvary. And I want to tell you today, when the devil comes against the church, God is still going to bring the church through victory. Victoriously, And if I was you today and was not in the church I would find and try desperately Some way to get inside the ark of safety It's a place of safety It's a place of safety from this world When it starts rocking and rolling and turning Amen. get me to the church Let me stay in the church Let me get in the church Because the church is a place of help Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The church is a place to come for healing. People get sick, they come to the church. And rightfully so. Because they know that they'll get prayer for the sick in the church. It's a place for salvation. When you need deliverance, get to the church. It's a blood-bought church. Just any church won't work. But it's got to be a blood-bought church. You know the way that you can tell if it's a blood-bought church or not? If it takes on His name in water baptism. Amen. Because a blood-bought church is not ashamed of the name of Jesus Christ. Because the Scripture said neither is there salvation in any other. Before there is no other name, amen, under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Amen. The blood-bought church is going to take on the name of Jesus in water baptism. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The blood-bought church prays in Jesus' name. And I'm I'm getting ready to close. The blood-bought church, they say that we are Jesus only. When in fact, we're just Jesus about everything. Everything we do in word and deed, do all in the name of Jesus. Amen. When we come to church, we come in the name of Jesus. When we get up, we pray in the name of Jesus. When we go to bed, we pray in the name of Jesus. Because, you know, the Jesus is the only name that has power. You can say whatever you want to, but when you, when you, when you get, in a, get in a fix and you're, you're in a terrible situation, what's the first thing comes out of your mouth? JESUS! You know why? Because the devil recognizes that name. I want to tell you today, if you're fighting addiction in your life, you are in the church today, and there is deliverance in the church. If you're looking for direction in your life today, you're in the church today and there is direction in the house of God. Amen. Let me get to church. Let me just get to church. If you are a backslider in this place today and it's been years since you felt the glory and the power of God, let me tell you, you are in the church and God
0: so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Amen. His arms were stretched wide just for you.
1: (laughs) Hallelujah. No matter where you're at, no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going through, no matter what kind of trouble that you have in your life, no matter how far that you think you went away from God, let me tell you today that in the church, there is help. Why? Because it's a blood church. It's a blood church. It's a blood church. It was bought. It was purchased. It was paid for at Calvary. Yeah. Hallelujah! 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 There is help in the house of God. It's not just a sign. But there is hope in God's house. I know there is many people here today from many different walks of life. And you face many different things in your life. Some of you have had disappointments this week. Some of you don't know what you're going to do tomorrow. Some of you don't know what's going to happen next week. But I want to tell you that you are in the church That was bought with the price. You're in the church and when you look at the church. You see Jesus Christ with nail prints in his hands. Blood running from his brow. As they drive the nails through his feet. He was doing it where you could be here today. Where you could feel the glory and the power of God. Where you could be delivered. Because you owe a penalty for sin that you could never repay. But he said the price has been paid on Calvary. They put him in a borrowed tomb. But because he is risen, we come to lift up his name. We come to praise him. Because we are part of a blood-bought church. It's a city of refuge. When Abner came outside the city, there he met destruction. But as long as he was in the city, saints of God, if somebody in this place today is thinking about exiting the house of God, let me tell you, it's dangerous In the house of the Lord, there is safety. I've had people ask, well how do you become a member of that church? Do you have a roll that you sign? Do you have a church card that you can carry in your pocket? No. To be a member of the blood-bought church, you've got to repent. You've got to be baptized in Jesus' name. And you've got to be filled with the Holy Ghost. That's the only way to get in the blood ball church. John chapter 3, the scripture says that Nicodemus came to Jesus by night. And he said, Lord, we know that you're a teacher sent from heaven, sent from God. Jesus looked at him and said, verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven the only way that you're gonna get from here to glory is by repentance water baptism in Jesus name and the infilling of the Holy Ghost no other way will work this is our road map and this is what the road map says you can take it and read it for yourself read John chapter 3 verse number 5 Read the second chapter of the book of Acts and see what the Apostle Peter said when he was promised in Matthew chapter 16. He said, I'm going to give to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And in Acts chapter 2, he took those keys and opened up the New Testament plan of salvation. And he said, you must repent. You must be baptized in Jesus' name. And then you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The church is the greatest thing that we have in this world. And why do so many people run from the house of safety? You would say to me, preacher, I know that you're saying the church is so great. Well, people ought to be knocking down the doors to get in the church. The ark was the only plan of salvation for the world at that known time. But there was only eight souls that entered into the ark. Every day the door was open. After completion, and after the animals had come into the ark, God still gave seven days where the doors were wide open. Anyone that wanted to could come inside the ark. But people said, no, I'm not going to do it that way. No doubt some people was building a boat on the other side of town. No doubt they were doing it their own way, but God had a plan. And God has a plan for your life as we all stand today. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, God has a plan. God has a purpose for each and every person in this house today. Wherever you're at, Whatever you're going through, can I tell you there's help in the house of God. All you've got to do is step out from where you're at, lift up your hands toward heaven, and say, God, I need your help. I need your help. I need your strength. I can't fix my problem, but I found deliverance in the house of God. This does not have to be just an ordinary Easter Sunday morning service, but you can find direction today. As a church gathers around the front before we're dismissed, I wonder if you'd just step out from where you're at and make your way to the front and lift your hands toward heaven and say, here I am, God. I need help, I need direction in my life. You might have addictions in your life, I'm here to tell you that God is stronger than your addiction. You might have problems that no one even knows about, but God is bigger than your problem. Hallelujah, 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 as they sing sing this morning, let's lift our hands. Let's lift our voices toward heaven, God, in Your name. It's that crimson stream of blood today. It's that hope in the blood of Jesus Christ. It's not just a sign on the door, but there's help in the house. Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, help us today. Come on, church. Let's reach out to God just a few moments. Thank God for the church. Thank God for a place to come. Thank God for an opportunity to come and lift our hands and our voices toward Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank
0: you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. 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 God, I praise you today. I praise you today. I worship you today. I magnify your name today. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody reach out to God today.
0: sadness whisper. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No hallelujah. To hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah Thank you Lord for the church Thank you Lord for the church Jesus There's help in the house of God today and he There's deliverance in the house of God today There's pray. Holy Ghost in the house of God today Thank God I sing that crimson,
1: stream, crimson of stream of Hallelujah.
0: blood. Hallelujah, it's a blood-bought church today. Oh, that Hallelujah, Jesus' name. In I Jesus' name, work right now, Holy oh, Ghost. It's work right now, Holy Ghost. Reach the in the name of, of Jesus, God. in the name of Jesus. Oh, are sweeping over me. I see that crimson stream of blood oh that flows from Calvary and its ways which reach the throne of God oh
3: yes I sweeping old for me. Oh, yeah.